On the night of December 10th, 2008, I sat down on my bed with a birthday present my father had given me a few years before. It was a 10 millimeter Glock handgun, and at that moment I sat next to it not wanting to live. Now oftentimes in life we don't really understand the significance a day will have until much later on. And certainly I had no idea of knowing that that would be the most important day of my life when it started. At the time I was unemployed, overweight, and living at my parents' house. And that day began like every other day in my life for the last year or so. Me waking up hungover and then promising myself I wouldn't drink and then ultimately breaking that promise. My life at the time resembled a bad version of the movie Groundhog Day and I was stuck reliving the same day over and over again, feeling completely powerless to stop it. Now the alcohol abuse had always been there. I had certainly developed a lot of bad drinking habits throughout my life. But in the last few years, something had changed. The depression had grown, and as the darkness in my life grew, so did the abuse. Now, for those of you who haven't experienced depression, there are no amount of words I can use tonight that could accurately describe just how it feels. But for me, it started off slow, and then before I knew it, it was all-consuming. Thoughts that at one time had never been there seemed rational. And it felt as though I was a prisoner in my own mind at times. All the while, I was self-medicating the only way I knew how. By that night, I had pretty much given up any hope I had of stopping that downward spiral. And what's worse, I really didn't care. The depth and the darkness of the place I was at just seemed so impossible to get out of. The harder I tried, the deeper I sank. It felt like quicksand. At points prior to that night, I had thought about suicide. And as if some self-fulfilling prophecy, I used to get drunk and read the obituary section in the newspaper. So when I looked into the mirror that night and all I saw was shame and regret, I hated what I saw. And that's how I found myself on my bed with a gun. Now it's not lost on me, the twist of faith, that that just so happened to be the same bed that had held so many of the hopes and dreams I had as a kid growing up. And at that moment, I was sitting there debating life or death. And as I sat there, one of the obituaries I had read before that night came into my mind. It was of a baby who had died at a month old. And I couldn't help but think how unfair that is, that someone so young and so innocent wouldn't even be given a chance at life. And someone like me, so far from innocent, who'd been given every opportunity in life to succeed, was about to give up. It's just sad. Frightened and not knowing what to do next, I did the only thing I could think of at the time. I went and got my mom. There I was, a grown man, waking his mother up in the middle of the night to tell her he didn't quite trust himself to be alone. She sat and talked with me that night until I fell asleep. She told me that no matter how bad things may seem, it'll always be brighter in the morning. Mother's love for her child is truly unconditional. The next day when I woke up, I was scared. The image of the night before was still so vivid in my mind, and the thought of what would happen if I got drunk again was scary, and it haunted me for a long time. And I had no direction or purpose and didn't know what to do next. I made a decision then that likely saved my life and certainly changed the course of it from that point moving forward. I dug out an old pair of shoes and went for a run. 
Now, at no point leading up to that had I ever considered, considered myself a runner. And to this day, when asked why I chose to go for a run, the only answer I could give would be that something told me to and I listened. That first run was three miles on a treadmill and took the better part of an hour. And to this day, it's the hardest, most humbling run I've ever had in my life. But it was also the most perfect. Because on that run, I was able to think about everything and nothing all at once. And the demons in the darkness of my life, for however brief a time, were gone. Replaced by the only thing that really mattered at the time. Just taking that next step. Now, I won't lie to you, those first few days, weeks, and months were difficult. <laughs> they were some of the hardest in my life. And running was there with me through all of it. Providing me a much-needed safe haven and refuge. A place where I could lose myself and find myself both at once. My days were filled with me lacing up my shoes and going for a run, and it seemed as if the more I ran, the easier it became, which pretty much mirrored my life at the time. As an escape, some days I would go run three times, and friends and family would ask me why I would go run so much. I never told them that with every mile I ran, it felt like I was distancing myself from the demons and the darkness that had controlled my life for so long. A year to the day of that night, I'd run over 1,500 miles and lost over 100 pounds and was completely unrecognizable, both physically and mentally. And I kept running. At 2,500 miles, I developed a pain in my foot that made walking, let alone running, excruciating, and I went and saw a doctor. During the course of the examination, I relayed to him parts of my story, although I left out a lot of the details. He said two things to me that I'll never forget. The first is that I had developed posterior tibial tendonitis from overuse and that I needed to take a break from running for a while. The next thing he said was that I was lucky. And then he asked me a question. What would have happened if you got hurt on your first run? You see, up until then, I had taken it all for granted, sadly, my ability to just lace up my shoes and go for a run. More importantly, I knew the answer to that question. In time, I was running again only this time with a greater sense of gratitude and purpose. And my run soon became more adventurous. And whether chasing angels or fleeing demons, go to the mountains. And so I went. On July 4th, 2012, I crossed the finish line of my first Mount Marathon race in Seward, Alaska, and was overcome by a flood of emotions and almost broke down in tears. <laughs> I had the realization that those demons had long since been outrun. On the gloves I wore that day, I had written a message to myself, the number 1302, which represented the number of days in my life between that moment and that night that changed everything. I couldn't help but think back to that night and how close I was to giving up on myself and how the life I was living that was so remarkably different and truly a blessing wouldn't have been possible if I did. Running gave me something that I never would have thought possible at my deepest, darkest moment that night. It gave me a new life. More importantly, in all those miles, somewhere along the way, I found a part of me that was missing for so long. I found hope. It's hard to believe now that it all started with one step. Thank you.